Mahadur review of Nakuta Sichas in Chelek Yudches, volume 18. This is the fourth Sicha for the Parshas Bolok. In this Sicha, the Rebbe discusses uh, the whole idea of trusting Hashem and how, together with the fact that we do in nature, uh, it all has to be based upon the trust in Hashem, that Hashem will succeed. The Rebbe explains a deeper level that it's not only that you know that the vehicle for Hashem's blessings is the nature, the ways of nature, the tasa, the keli, but actually the only reason you're doing it is because it's a mitzvah. That itself is the cause for your action, but really you're trusting Hashem in the various different levels. The Rebbe ties this to the Parshas Bolok, which is uh, dealing with right before entering to Eretz Yisrael, sort of in between when in the Midbar you experienced Nisim, it was the Mon, it was everything was miraculous. In Eretz Yisrael, over there there is going to be uh, way of nature on the border between the Midbar and Eretz Yisrael there is that uh, special caution the Baal Po'er, the story that happened over there which is their overindulgence and the assumption as explained in Hasidus, the, uh, the Baal Po'er and therefore that was the necessary caution that even when you're going to go into Eretz Yisrael then you're going to start living the life of nature, you should realize that this is all from Hashem, as Rebbe will explain at length in the Sikha. Look inside now, Ois Aleph. First, the Rebbe wants to bring out that the Parsha and the Haftorah have to be connected. So while in this case, this very clearly connected the Parsha, the end of the Parsha with the Haftorah, but the Rebbe wants to say the general theme of the parsha, which is talking about the time before Yidn are entering in Eretz Yisrael, is connected with the Haftorah, in which it discusses also not to trust, put your trust in in people, even in a permissible way, not to trust people that you know, which is natural in a nature way, but yet as we prepare before uh, the entrance, uh, before the time of Mashiach, which is the time for the complete redemption is also the time to uh, not to trust even the regular tasa, not to put the trust in people, but to mamash see how it's Hashem that brings everything, and as, as we'll see inside. Aleph, the din is, the halacha is, as the haftoira from a parsha, that the haftoira of a parsha must zayn main minyan parsha must be of the subject of the Parsha. And even more, not just in general of the Parsha, it should be It should be similar to the end, the conclusion of the Parsha. So likewise, the connection from the portion of Bolok with the Haftoidah is it seems pretty, it's seemingly very clear. In the Haftoira Verder Zelt, in this Haftoira it's related, Vider Eberster Zok to Yidden, then Hashem says to the Yidden, Ami Zhorno Mayoatz Bolok Melech Moyev, Uma Ono Isoi Bilom Ben Beurmin Ashitim Goimer. My people, please remember what uh, the king Bolok, the king of Moyev, uh, advised, tried to do. What what Bilam responded, how he went along, Minashitim. So this is basically talking about the Bolok calling uh, Bilam to curse them. But this is their Torah from Parshas Bolok. This is actually the contents of the portion of Bolok. As is over, move on, but it's understand. Uh, especially based on what's known as Mi'ikoro. If the Haftoira gekumen b'mkoyim for the ganze kriyasa Shabbos v'yomtiv, that by in its source, how did we get the Haftoira? Why do we read the Haftoira? It's it's in, initially in its root. Why do we read it? Is it came in the place 
of the entire reading of Shabbos Yomtov during the time there was a decree for didn't allow the Yidin to read the Torah, so they substituted by reading the Haftorah. So we know as the Shaykhist tradition, the Haftorah with their Sedra is not blazing on any ancient composite that the connection of the Sedra with the Haftorah is not just on one Pasuk, nor is in Toichen Kloli, but is in the general context of the Pasuk. On Loit based on what is known as the Toichen for Na'inyan is Merumas in Zainas Cholomerosh, that how do we know what is the contents uh, of the subject matter? We look at the, it's hinted in the beginning, in the top, in the head. What's in the top of it? Is verstandig as tradition has cholos So there is a connection also to has cholos The posik that we're talking over there, mayots, bolok, bilam, that's also, that's just one posik within the haftoidah. But we want to connect it to the whole uh, Haftoidah, especially to that first uh, beginning of the Haftoidah. That there is a connection in the beginning of the Haftoidah. What does it say in the beginning of the Torah? Yaakov will be left over amongst all the nations. And then the Pasik says, Asher lo ish, You're not gonna put your hope, you're not gonna hope for a man, and you're not gonna uh, be uh, trusting or hoping for Bnei Odom for people. Basically, the parish the Haftoira discusses this idea of not relying and not depending and not hoping that people it's gonna be a time that no, you won't have to be hoping that people will help you or Bnei Odom will help you, that, but you will be trusting directly in Hashem. And that is connected with the Siyum from Parshas Bolok, with the end specifically of the portion of Bolok. And the Rebbe is going to bring out this idea before going into Eretz Yisrael, and this idea before the coming of Mashiach, because this Parsha is not yet talking about when Mashiach is here, it's still talking in the process that over there, at that point, there is this idea that while well, you have to deal with, with people, but you're not going to put your hope in them. Base. This Haftoira talks about the time of the beginning of the redemption. This haste, which means not during the time that there's going to be certain Mashiach. After he's going to be finishing all the wars, and he will turn around all the people so that they will all work for Hashem with one Shechem, one soldier. But I mean, there have Torah where it because in this have Torah it relates Umasoilam. Uh, it relates to you how we're still waging war. We're talking about the wars with the nations, Umasoilam. That's the discussion in the Haftoidah. And as the Pasik says, and what Yaakov, the Jewish people, left over amongst the nation, it'll be like a lion. In the amongst the animals of the forest, the Ramas, the Torah, the Goimer, so they're gonna trample and it's gonna, uh, Torah is gonna uh, attack, etc. So we're talking about there is still Aries, there is still, uh, there is still the Bahamas Yard, there's still wars, it's not yet been completed and it's still challenging the time. So that's the discussion, that's the time period of the Haftoidah. Not only will they be evil on the outside, the nations, the fighting, and there's still wars going on, and that's external uh, battles from the nations of the world, nor sees, nor faram rabbi bifnim, 
there are also going to be, from the inside, there's going to be evil. By Eden Guf, amongst the Eden, they are zokt, as the Prophet says, I will cut off the sorcery from your hands. I will cut off your idols your statues, and those trees, I will uproot them, that means that there is kishofim, there is sorcerers, and there is psilecha, there is these statues, and there is the ashedim, there is the worship trees. And it's not only that they exist, but it takes Hashem to remove them, and it's with such a strength. That you need the support from Hashem, in order to get rid of it. That it will be me that will be cutting it off and uprooting it. So it's Hashem, we need help of Hashem. What does this all tell us? That we're not yet there by the Geula. We're talking about a step. While there's still battles, there's still evil on the outside, there is still internal uh, evil, and we're in the process. So, it talks about the beginning of the redemption. Then, as well, let's the to the in which there will be the latest, the last preparation for the complete Gula. So now, this is the connection to the end of the Parsha, of the Parsha's Bolok. Because also in the Parsha's Bolok, we're talking about the end of the journey in the desert, until from Egypt to the desert, until we're just about to the Geula coming into Eretz Yisrael. This said the Parsha's Bolok, it's likewise the portion of the Parsha's Bolok, Red Vengen and Enlechazman also talks about a similar time. Before the Jews entered there for the very first time. The Eden were already in the plains of Moyov, just on the other side of the Jordan, uh, uh, which is Yericho, on the other side. They were just on the other side. And they're ready, great, they're ready, Araintzikin and Yisrael. To go into Israel. So that situation, the end of the parsha, is bedugma, similar to the Knisa Eretz Yisrael by the Geulah Sida, similar to the entrance to Eretz Yisrael by the future redemption. So that's a similarity. Especially based on what we know, it's known as in Mole Achet, had the Yid not sinned. Both by the Ershtek Nisal Eretz Yisrael given the Geula Shleima, then there would have been the complete redemption had the Yid not sinned. So, in essence, this is mamish like the Parsha, which they're going in, with the Parsha is going to Eretz Yisrael, which is going into the Geula, which is this story discussed in the uh, in the uh, in the Haftoida. So that is exactly uh, similar. So now. The similarity the Rebbe will bring out has to do with the um, with the idea of not putting your trust on people, not putting the Yachab. The Achonah to the Yehula is, so what is the preparation for the Yehula? Is Verzokti Nascholos HaAvtoido, as he states, he says in the beginning of the Avtoido, not going to hope for a man and not going to seek his trust in people. And we're dealing even though we're not, we're still before the complete redemption. And yet, the order is going to be, you would not have to rely on the Darfun, and you won't have to come out to mention to people. But those is that also means 
even yet, not only you won't need uh, to come out to Goyim, because it says in the Pasik, that includes also a year that you won't need to uh, rely or come out to people. The Pasik says, Cursed is the man that trusts a man, that Yiftach that, Ba'odom, who Who's the Odom that he's trusted? We're talking about even in supposing Yermia, even uh, even it's an Odom, Odom and Atom Krim Odom. That means even if it's a Yid, the Odra Geva Shirtaba Odom, Unatom Krim Odom. So we won't hope, rely, Abne Odom, not even a Yid, nor Bevetzik Farlozen, Beloys of the Mabrishn. We're only going to rely on Hashem. Blessed is the person that trusts Hashem. And not Odom. So we bowed as the posik. So we're not talking yet with the full Gula. We're just talking about the beginning of the Gula. So you still may need people, but you don't trust to put it's move on. As Medemboser zokt when he says Lo ish, you're saying that you're not going to hope for a man. Hoping for man or Odom is not in itself something wrong. The Posikavalish is the Posik Shoila Nitnora and Hoganasura. Torah says not only something which is prohibited, like Trusting, putting your faith in a person, that you're doing against the Torah. Torah is cursed, is the man that trust puts his trust in man. That trust is a prohibited trust. When we're saying here you don't trust man, we're not talking about you're not only doing the prohibited kind of trust. Even such a conduct, which you hope for man, which the Torah allows for that level of depending and trusting a person, the Torah is telling you that at that time you're not even going to trust people in situation where trust is permissible. What does it mean there's a permissible trust? And then we're saying, even a permissible trust, you know, what's, there's a non-permissible trust, and then there's a permissible trust in people. So Rabbi explains. Torah says that God will bless you in all that you do. So that means, when the Sefri taught, and the Sefri translated as up, now what does it mean all that you do? You might think that a person will sit around and do nothing. And he say, Hashem, bless me. That's what the Pesach says in all that you do. This means that based on the Torah, you must make a vessel based on the rules and the ways of nature. We know you can't rely on a miracle. You got to do in a natural way. Since that in the ways of nature you need to come on to a person. And even to non-Jews. We separated. So then there is room According to the Torah, an allowance on such a conduct that you hope for men. That's the natural ways of nature. How could we say that you can trust man, that there's a way the Torah says to trust nature, to trust a man, when the post success curses the man that trusts man? That's a different level of trusting. This does not contradict the instruction. Over there we say, cursed is the man that trusts man, puts his trust in man. 
That doesn't mean when you're working and doing things in a natural way, you're not going against the instruction because when you make a vessel in nature, you're not trusting and you're not uh, being certain because of the ways of nature. That you are hoping that the ways of, of nature, that that person is going to protect you on his own, on their own, that they have powers. You're trusting that the Eberster will give you through the means of nature, through that person. God will help him through this vessel and garment that he's prepared in the ways of nature. So what do we say in this man That even this level of trust in the works of nature, over there will be like the dew. The Pesach says, like the dew may Hashem. And Rashi translates over there that in the Pesach, do doesn't come through people. You don't ask for it. Do comes all the time. Likewise, the Yidin will not put their hope for any help from a person, but to Hashem. Meaning that it's going to be on a totally, not even in a way that nature... Hashem gives you through nature, but Hashem gives you like the dude without having to ask for it in a higher net level. That's the Zman HaGeula. That's what we're talking about, that the Haftoyer Micha that we're discussing now in the Haftoyer uh, from this week. Chassidus translates the verse, it says, Toiv it is better, it seems, in the verse saying, that it's better to trust Hashem than trusting Odom. What does it mean, better to trust Hashem than trusting humans? I mean, you only have to trust Hashem. And you're not allowed to trust Odom. So what does Chassidus explain? No. That there is, you can trust Odom, that will be the way Hashem will give you through nature. Lachsis by Hashem. Hashem is a level of of Kalamim. Beyond nature. It's better to trust Hashem in higher than nature. It will be like the Tal Nayonash. This is similar. Siddhis explains. The language it says, Lachsis by Hashem. Bibtech by Odom is move on. From this understanding, this is better than trusting man. So then we understand. As Eich Batuach by Odom, Bibtech by Odom. Also, trusting man is mutter, it's permissible. And that's also a pathway in the conduct that just can be done. Now we're saying, is it's better to trust Hashem. So what does it mean over here? So it explains there is the level of Seyvah Kalalmim and the level of Ma'alu Kalalmim. Betayach Ba'odom comes through Ma'alu Kalalmim and Toiv Lachsiz Ba'ashem and the level of Seyvah Kalalmim. So Chassidus explained that Betoyach Ba'odom meant Idam Odom Elyon Trusting the Supreme But Betoyach Ba'odom doesn't mean trusting man It means trusting Hashem But that is the Vichinas Memalukulam That's the level of Malukulam Vos Mitzad Badreges Almim From the perspective of the level that Hashem fills the world a person must put effort to make a vessel, make a garment in dark teva in the ways of nature, in in which the blessings of Hashem should rest. And therefore, is toiv lachsis b'Hashem. Toiv lachsis b'Hashem is in the level of sevukam. 
Was mitzad der Madrege darf nicht sein, die Stadlus in Darkyateva. For this perspective, you don't need the effort in the ways of nature. You don't need any effort, you don't need any nature. That's already higher, that's the level of Hashem. He will support you, but in this case means he'll make the keli too. The that Hashem also makes the vessels. So not only does Hashem bless the vessels that you make, you make the vessel, but Hashem makes the vessel. So that's also, like Chassidus explains this posseh, is also the pshat, which you say, the posseh, that it's talking about in the time of the Gula, even the permissible will not be at that time. Dalit. Rabbi is going to explain now when we're talking about that there's not going to be the support of the people, nor Hashem, doesn't really mean there's not going to be the people to help you. It's going to be the money is going to fire fall. What it means is that you are going to look at everything in the world, even those natural means, not as an independent. Uh, uh, through which Hashem brings blessing, but you will see that that is Hashem's doing. That is doing Hashem, as the Rebbe will explain. The Taklis Hakavone, the ultimate intent is not as the Anhogas Hatevazol Botulven. We don't want that the uh, conduct of nature shall cease, shall be nullified. But Adrab. But on the contrary, we want to sort out and we want to raise the conduct of nature. To the extent that it's going to be open in front of everybody as also nature is united with Hashem. The phone is verstandig from this we understand as far as our matter as the pshat from ish when we're saying you're not gonna hope to people not that there's not gonna be people. It's not as with bottle the hill from the ish not mean that the person is not going to be there is not gonna be no people to help. Nor as but rather that nature itself will be totally united with his blessed godliness so that will be nothing separate. To the extent that you will see that nit ezras ish nor blois ezras Hashem, you're not going to see a person helping you, but this is going to be the help of Hashem. And the Rebbe explains now there's two approaches in this idea in the Inyan from Ashatasa Kenazayin Sayyifanim. Could be two ways that you do. Either you're doing it and you're saying Hashem is giving me the blessing and what I'm doing, or we say. You're doing it because Hashem wants you to do it. So everything is, it's the blessing of Hashem. And you're only making a keli because Hashem wants you to make a keli. But you don't see, it's not that there is a keli. And then Hashem gives the blessing in the keli. But it is, the second level, the higher level is that the keli, it's the, the reason you're doing the keli is because of Hashem. In the minyam for Nasher Tase, Kenazayn Tzoyifanim. And the thing that you do could be two ways. Aleph, number one. Chotcher veis has teva mitzad atzme hot nitke mitzies. Although you know that nature in itself has no true entity, sees nor kigarzen be'adachitzuboi, it's only like a metal in the hand of the one who digs with it. So what are you going to say? You're going to attribute any credit to the garzen, to the metal? Metal is the person that does everything. So you can't attribute anything to nature, you attribute anything to Hashem. From Desvegen, still, even though you know that nature is Hashem gives you the first way, the first level, the lower level is from Desvegen, since Hashem instructed, told us that you have to do, that you need to make, you should make a vessel in the ways of nature. So then Teva takes up room by him. 
it's never something, it's nature. It has uh, some consideration, it has importance. Yeah, it's not nature itself. But because of the command of Hashem, so Teva gets some sort of an important, gets important in his eyes. Hashem told me to do, so that is important now. So that would be the lower, the first level. But the second level base, Ertut in Teva, his only reason he's doing in natural ways is it's only because that was which Hashem instructed. It has no room, it's not important to him at all. Because he sees in nature only a means by which to fulfill the will of his Creator. Hashem wants him to do the nature and that's, he looks at it, not that it has some independent importance because Hashem gave that and told him to do that, but it's not important, but he's just using it in a way to fulfill the will of Hashem. This is the explanation, this higher level explains to us in the Maimar Azali from Posik, the saying of the sages, the Posik says, Amunas so you're trusting the Amuna of Itechto. So the uh, sages tell us that this is Amunas the Seidris Rahim. They go through the whole Pasik, each one of the, of the the words means a different Seder. But Amuna is belief is sowing. What's the connection with Amuna with Zrahim? So the Gemara says, that he believes in the Gemara Shabbos that he believes in the one who lives eternally in Hashem and he sows. It's a Muna. What does it mean it's a Muna that it grows, that he believes in Hashem that it grows? We know that a Yid plants it grows, a Goy plants it grows, even if a seed falls on its own it grows. What does it mean that he believes in Hashem when it grows? Choch does is an TV. Although growing, you sow the ground, that's a natural phenomenon. When you sow, it grows. It makes no difference who is the one that's doing the sowing. Whether it's a Jew or a non-Jew. Even if it comes through a kernel, that falls into the ground by itself, not through the act of a person. So it's the nature of the earth to make grow. So we see, seems like growing has nothing to do with Amuna, seems like it's all nature. Not only in, it grows on its own also if you have a kernel in there. It's not only at this point it's been established, this nature, since uh the beginning of time, the Tava is Nikagvon in the Erdin and Eifen. It was said in such a way, we have stated, the Pasik says, that all this season, when you sow and you cut, will never cease. So, what is the Yavamuna? So, from Desveg, Nogdam Alman, even after all the above. This nature does not get any importance, does not get uh, any real. Space, Ayid doesn't consider that. And when he sows it, Tutir does need. He's not sowing because naturally that would bring growth. Nor blows only. He believes in Hashem. That's what the Gemara says there. That's why that he sows because he believes in the Ebrister. And that's why he, he sows. That means. He's not doing it because of nature. Yes, nature grows. But he is only sowing because that's the Ebrister will make it grow. Because the Ebrister says to use it and to grow through there. Um, so, what difference does it make whether he is saying it's important but Hashem is giving it? Or he's not even important, it's just going through Hashem with different. That makes a difference in the approach in both thought, speech, and action. Rev explains, hey, 
the chiluk between the two oibin gereta hanhogis, the difference between the two above mentioned conducts in how the tase is, whether it's just a means for the blessings of Hashem or it's bechlal, just it's Hashem itself. It's not only because of Hashem, not nature. Nature doesn't have any place. Is nit blois beoifin behergish mitzah betochem. This is not just in the way and the feeling of how much trust you have in Hashem. But from this also evolves a difference in actual conduct, in thought, speech, and action. When doing is an entity by itself, which means Teva is important, takes up space. So then what you do, and the Torah Mitzvah are two separate matters, because there is Tasa, there is nature, and there's Torah Mitzvah. When there is a conflict, there is a contradiction between Torah Mitzvah and occupation in ways of nature. So what do you do? Uh, there's a battle going on because nature is nature and Torah is Torah and you have to sort of reconcile between them. Let's take an example when we have a conflict between nature, what's important nature, and Torah mitzvahs. For example, if you're going to daven long, then you might lose out on your acquaintancing in your business, so you may lose your business because you're going to spend more time that way. similar to that. If you're going to be very careful in giving Sdoka in a great, in a large, a large way, in a big way, in a many great. So maybe you're going to be later on missing money that you can invest in your business. So there's a conflict between the mitzvah, between Torah, between mitzvah, first, uh, uh, and your your business and your work. So by him it's a situation where there is one nation and uh, wrestling with the other nation, you're wrestling within yourself. So even if you will forego, and you're not going to, you're going to daven longer, you're going to give more tzedakah, and uh, you're going to compromise, and you, uh, you're going to give up. And the reason is, because you still know, that really the blessing comes from Hashem. And the ways of nature are merely a vessel and a garment to the Birchas Hashem, to bless Hashem. So, therefore, you want the blessing of Hashem, not so much the garment. And then you're going to do Torah Mitzvahs, and you're going to forego going to the business appointment early or not giving so much doctor. You're going to give up that. Is this altin an eifun for milchamon is gabrus if the nefesh abahamis? That's all in a way of waging war, and that you have to overcome, you have to overpower the nefesh abahamis, because there is a conflict over there. There's two parts to it. There is nature and there's termites. When it's blight, alamo, the megalachite, and you always have. It's always possible. It should be the other way. There is a wrestling. Maybe the other side, we always worry. God forbid. Even if you win this time, but it means, uh, theoretically, there can be the other way as well. Sometimes the opposing side can overpower. That is when the approach is Tasa, there is nature. But if the doing, the nature, does not take up any space, it's not important. The only reason why he's doing it is to fulfill the wishes of his creator is by him does gufa and inyam from Avoidas Hashem. 
So by him, this itself becomes a matter of service of Hashem. By him is that that becomes an Avedis Hashem. Why is he doing? Nature is not in conflict. He's working because this is part of his Avedis Hashem, so there's no contradiction. There can't be contradicting Avedis Hashem. This is He's learning Torah because of Eid Hashem. He's davening because of Eid Hashem. He goes to work because of Eid Hashem. That's part of the Tasseh. Everything that he does and in all the ways. It's not something separate from the Shem Shemayim. It is an entity. It's not they, they are infused. They are penetrated. They are the ayu. This is kulachat. It's one. So the chol drachecha is part of the ayu. Chol masecha is part of the shem shemayim. Not two separate. Ume ba'ayah ba'al ba'im is netok in metzias oiser demaratzin elyon. Since there is no other entity, the only thing he wants is the ratzin elyon. So it's understood that one mitzvah cannot be in conflict with another mitzvah. So there's no, there's no contradiction, there's no struggles there. And there's no, there's just mitzvahs, this mitzvah, that mitzvah, is to do the mitzvahs. Not other mitzvah, mitzvah, one mitzvah brings about another mitzvah. Yes, so sometimes the mitzvah of uh, making parnasah conflicts with the mitzvah of uh, learning. No, there's no can be no conflict between mitzvahs. They're all mitzvahs of Hashem. And I guess he does the mitzvah that he's supposed to be doing. And over there is only mitzvah gereris mitzvah. One mitzvah brings another mitzvah. So, Rebbe says now that giving importance for Gashmis is not something that happens, you know, immediately. That comes uh, as a uh, gradual, a gradual. The person uh, begins and uh, make, giving importance, and then eventually he makes it into an entity. This, the difference between the two conducts, it does not begin in something actuality. In other words, a person doesn't, uh, there's no practical difference. He's going to say, oh, uh, because I believe this level in uh, Tase, in if I give it an entity, so therefore I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do something different. No, it's, the lines are more uh, blurred over here. We don't see them clearly. The chilek tzvish nitzvah anoga is hepikton in peil mamash. It's not going to make a difference. At the yitzahores of bachatchila kumen ayre naidin that the yitzahores should come persuade the yid as a chalz v'sholem ever zayne for rotzun elyin that he should God forbid do against what Hashem wants. Nor for nachuta sidem. It starts with a. A strand over here. I mean, a very thin uh, line over here of a vessel. Hayoyim, quoting from the Gemara, he tells him today to do say. Hayoyim, remember lekach, mocherim asikach. Today he says do so more. Hayoyim today baschola. In the very beginning, is the Yitzhak Horer kloymersh maskim. It seems like, so to speak, the Yitzhak Horer says I agree. As these askus. In Darkei Hateva, that your occupation in the world of in the ways of nature, Tornit Zayn Bistira Tzuki Matayna Mitzvahs, it cannot conflict with the observance of Torah Mitzvahs. He agrees to that. So there's no practical difference by saying no, we're going to change things. We're not going to do this. No, he agrees. It is not Madgish. He only emphasizes as Torah Gita and Ort Unachashivas Tzuteva. But he also emphasizes Torah allows this. Teva gives 
Torah gives teva, credence gives it importance, says you allow it. What happens next day? The end, he makes the ways of nature for a man, and there's sometimes conflict with Torah in that way. In the Maimar Chazal, as my father-in-law, the Rebbe, explains in the sages' saying of the sages of blessed memory, this is the craft, this is the way the Yitzhahara operates. Today he says to you, do so. The Yitzhahara doesn't say, don't do. The Friedrich Rebbe explains, the Yitzhahara says, do. I agree that you should do. But now you're doing because the Yitzhahara gets involved, says, I say to you to do. The Yitzhah does not begin to persuade a Yid, that he should do opposite the true will, a Jew's true will is to do the Ratzon of Hashem. He doesn't come to him and say to him, don't do. He doesn't do. He doesn't tell him to go against his true will, that God forbid he should violate the wish of the Supreme. Adrabe, on the contrary. Do I do so? At his maskim, he agrees as the Eids of the Kaimzain, that the Yid should fulfill Tarmitsus. Is in Masbir. He explains to the Yid, how it makes sense according to the understanding, the intellect, the seichel of the animal, so on the Yetzer. Yeah, do that. That makes sense. But that's only the beginning. He gets involved, and once he gets involved, then you're in trouble. And when he mixes in his metzias, oh, this is logical, this is good, and we're doing it because we agree to it, I say, do so, in Kibatera Mitzvah, in So he trains the person as a margil. He trains him as a darf in them hoben zain, them yetzahoris has come. That he trains him, oh, you need my approval. I say this is good. In other words, logic has to dictate, it has to agree to it. Their filter, that can lead, as Lamochar Eimer Chulut, Maram tells him to do this. Go ahead and worship idols. So it starts off. By him saying, start, do it. But do it because it makes sense. And then eventually it would lead you to So what is the ways to protect yourself properly from the tricks of the Yitzhahorah? That's not through a service which is logical, reasonable, because rationale and reason gives room for the uh, entity of nature, that nature is an existence. Only through the subjugation and Mesiris Nefesh to the Supreme Will, which is beyond the reason and rationale, then there is no entity besides the will of Hashem. So you're not dealing with, it's like the second level of Teva. There is no Teva. There is only the will of Hashem. And He does Teva because it's the will of Hashem. And therefore it doesn't have to make sense. You're not doing it because it makes sense. Similar uh, this is similar, and this is sort of like the difference that we said earlier in Siv Gimel, to trusting in Hashem, from the perspective of trusting Adam, which is level of Malakulamim, 
Corresponding to this, the service of men, that would be the logical, natural way. So then there needs to be in effort in the ways of nature. So why do you have to work in nature? Why do you have to do in ways of nature? Because relative to the Malakul Almim, relative to that level, they take space, they're important. From the perspective when you trust Hashem, which is that's the level of What does it mean in man's service? Your subjugation beyond your reason rationale. So then words, the ways of nature have no room, have no importance. When the river is the Seder, and that's why over there, from the higher perspective, God provides the Keli as well. Which means, there is Keli. They come from above, that Keli. What does it mean, come from above? But it doesn't mean, as the Rebbe said, there's no Keli. But you realize that the Keli is above. That you're just using it from you using the keli that comes from above because it's not a natural, not an independent item that you're using in the service of Hashem, but that's part the service of Hashem is to use the keli. Even when it does naturally, they're not an entity by the pieces in the Shaykh Ish. There is no support. The Yahlish and Al Yikavalot, there's no uh, support from a man that a man is doing it. But the Darkya Tabaz and a Khatmit Nebushtan. Because the uh the the, the the ways of nature are one with Hashem. And Tosis was the Achona to the Gula. Is lo and this is what we're talking about. How to prepare? What is the preparation for the ulo? Is that lo Then the entire blockage, obscurity of nature will be removed. Is You'll see with eyes of flesh, viteva gufa is alakus, that nature itself is godliness in the river, that down the seder zain, but down zain they say that the order is going to be kital meis Hashem goimer, like do from Hashem goimer, lo yikavali ish, lo yachalib neodom. Not hoping for a man, not for neodom at all, that it's not going to be even the nature It'll be Hashem will provide the keli and that you will use the nature just as a means of fulfilling the instruction of Hashem and Hashem provides the keli and there is no entity besides Hashem himself that uh, is uh, you're fulfilling the Ratzon Hashem. Zayin. So based on the above, we can understand the connection of the Torah to the end of the portion of Bolok. Over there it's related to sin of the Balpoir. And how the self-sacrifice of Pinchas and Chet Mesakim given, that fixed the sin. That he atoned for the Bnei Yisrael. As is mevur in Chasidus, it's explained in Chasidus. Adeshoyresh from Chait Bal Peir. What is the root of the sin of Bal Peir? What is Bal Peir? Bal Peir means Shapoyarim. They would uncover themselves, Umoitzimrei, and they would uh, go uh, bring out the. Uh, Inside, use it, um, and uh, that would be the service. 
going to the uh, to the bathroom in front of it. That was the avoda. So what is that? So what is the root of that? Is that you give important to physical pleasures. They're merely the leftovers of the delight from above. So here we're enjoying and having the physical delights which are really psoilus from the tanik above. How could it be that you should make something main from physical pleasure, which is really pseudos? So that comes from the fact because the ways of nature are important to him. They take up space, they are, he considers them. This leads that the person gets sunk in, God forbid, in Yonim Gashmi, in physical matters. So their fun, their meat is so that's what the Baal does. The Baal is the indulgence, the overindulgence in the physical pleasure, even though it's only the psoilus, but that comes, the fact is that the person gives uh, credence and importance to ways of nature. And that brings him to become sunken into these physical matters. It also explains that if you're in move on the Maimah Chazal, also explains the saying of our sages, as it relates to the atonement for the sin of Baal So we know that Pinchas ben Eloza ben Aaron over there, but then he went and he threw the Ketoidus and he atoned for. Everybody, so um, so it says as ad achshav leizos that he's still there. He didn't move from there. That he's standing there and he's atoning for the yidden until the mesim uh, will be resurrected. He is still there atoning for them. Because the purity and the complete atonement from this sin, that's only going to be in the future. When the wholesome of the sorting out the nature will be completed. And then you will recognize... Ateva is actually united totally with Godliness. And therefore, there won't be any possibilities to make a, an importance of physical matters. Up till that time, till the time when when the world will be purified, we still see nature. Nature gives us the Baal that gives us the indulgement. Pinchas is still to still sit in the tone for us so that because that indulgence is still there and that's why uh, this is the idea of, uh, of, of, of the Baal Poyer. On the river kum di kapore duch de nefesh from Pinchas. So that's why the atonement comes for that kind of indulgence for the Baal Pa'ir, that comes from Mesiris Nefesh Pinchas. Azah Mesiris Nefesh, it's such a great Mesiris Nefesh. The Torah itself says that you don't even instruct it to him. So if he came to ask about should he do it, the answer would be no. And yet, and that also he doesn't impact him, and he still goes and does it on his chmeisa nefesh, and he gives himself over his life. But this is a misiras nefesh alamayla de tamadas, a filo de kedusha. This is beyond the reason rationale, even of kedusha, because even kedusha doesn't tell him to go ahead and do it. He goes beyond even that in a higher level, totally malam tamadas, because that's not. That's to fix nature. The indulgence in nature that comes from the Baal is the beyond nature. 
as as mentioned, spoken earlier, as that it's specifically through subjugation beyond reason and rationale. I feel for kedusha, even kedusha, then you can properly uh, protect yourself. Not to make a distinction between ancient godliness. Even though Torah tells you you should do, Hashem will bless you what you do. And still don't make the Tase as an independent vehicle, but you have the Mesiris Nefesh, so then there's no conflict between the nature and the mitzvahs as discussed earlier. There's no conflict. So there's a different, just another mitzvah of the Tase, not a, another entity, another uh, room of mitzvahs of, of, of Teva. So now we also understand the connection to entering the Eretz Because we're talking about, it was very close, this story of Bolok, the end of Bolok, was very close to the time of entrance. The stories of Bolok, as I said earlier, that was on the in Midbar is given their mon. Midbar was the mana. Anogenesis, which was a miraculous conduct. There was no mistake possible. It was applicable as my can in the That people can't change anything about it. We can see this directly. Only Menashemai, we can't change anything. As the Posik says, If a person wants to bring more, and a person brings less, the one who brought more did not find the extra, the one who collect less did not was not lacking. So you see, what you did didn't make a difference. You got the same amount of money. When their money is given, not if them talk, and also it was only enough for that day. It needed to be complete trust. Every day in this day you're going to get what you need for that day. So that needed that trust in Hashem. As opposed to after they go into Eretz Yisrael. So that was in the desert. In the desert it was obviously that this was a miraculous and people could not add or do anything. This was just from Hashem. But when, as opposed to when they go into Yisrael, in which it began the service and the style of work of Hashem in a settled life. So before you get into Yisrael, you had to take care and forewarn, a precaution, the idea of Balpoir. Even though it's starting an order which is based on nature, should still be in the level that don't be hoping for man. That you should know that nature is not an independent entity. And also then, while you're in Eretz uh, Yisrael, uh, you also got to trust, same trust in Hashem as you had in the desert, not nature. Don't trust nature. This is very middle, just was the middle. Test. This is in the let's the tag. This is also the lesson for these last day of the time of exile. When we are getting ready to enter Israel by through Mashiach Tzidkenu. Although we're still in this doubled and quadrupled darkness, the opposite of the beginning of the Gula. As we see vividly, and yet, so still, uh, we're not in the Aschalta de Gula, 
uh, we're in a very dark place. Just look around. And yet, since all matters lost love is anatolum my sinu the sinu kosman mashagolos. All matters from the future hinge on our action and our work during the duration of the Golos. Especially in our generation. When we're making the last preparation for the redemption. As the saying by my father-in-law, the Rebbe, as Mashiach is standing behind the wall. Further, he said, the Koislag Lolos Brennen Shoy. Sheikh is right here behind the door, and the walls are already on fire. So they're superior too. We should have somewhat, at least somewhat, from this service of not being hopeful for man in the Ravid of each one of our Ravidas. As that the ways of nature should not have any importance. The trust should be but in Hashem, only in Hashem. Through them and through this, everybody becomes redeemed from from the worries and matters that confuse. Because when you do, in everything that you do, blows just to fulfill the wish of the above, is many in them. Then you're not preoccupied in them. When it doesn't confuse Because to him, all what he wants to do is do Hashem's will. So it's not an interference, not an interruption. This individual redemption which is accomplished by each one and one, is this is also the operation, the vehicle, so the Geula clothes in the Mashiach Tzitkenu to the general redemption through Mashiach Tzitkenu, this to them, Yom Shekul HaShabbos from Nuch L'chai Olamim, to the day, which is all Shabbos, that's when Mashiach comes, and the rest for eternal life. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Bolok, Tavshin Chav Gimel.